Welcome to World Ocean Radio. I'm Peter Neal, director of the World Ocean Observatory. Who is listening? Organizations, publications, environmental groups, and fervent individuals constitute a chorus of voices advocating for the ocean, promoting the science and implication of climate change, launching initiatives, recommending policies, introducing legislation and regulatory modifications, lobbying officials, advancing research and prediction based on the best science, reaching out via podcast, blog, and social media platforms, in effect amplifying a message and agenda for reaction and change worldwide. The United Nations has offered a catalog of sustainable development goals. The International Policy Apparat and World Bank have joined in with substance suggestion and targeted finance. A growing coalition of organizations and determined individuals are performing a cacophony of communication for specific agendas, certain actions, and transformational change. Millions of dollars have been raised and spent. To what avail amidst all the noise? What is the purpose of all this investment of energy and funds and manic attention other than to move the public from one understanding and mode of behavior to another, aggravated by urgency and the rapidly revealed evidence of climate impacts and the evident undermining of conventional economic exchange, labor patterns, and international finance? What more will it take to move the needle, to shift the balance, to convince the politicians, to make sense out of the oral, textual, experiential, and socio-political nonsense? What has become so tragically apparent is that the unexpected COVID-19 pandemic has surprised, tested, and sustained a global perception of uncertainty and stasis, revealed by failed government preparation and procedure, and the inability of an integrated world economy to adapt and respond. Markets soldier on. Stocks dance to a St. Vitus rhythm. Bankruptcies proliferate. Bailouts and accelerating debt prove to be only half-measures. The real estate market goes cold and hot, depending, ironically, on climate change predictions as signals for safe havens in the future. What to do? Denial helps some who simply cannot understand the scope and magnitude of the problem. Bureaucrats look to old models, redirect funds to old solutions that no longer fees. Politicians point fingers and look for blame in places to hide. The public is baffled. As credibility and trust decline, and no leadership or plan emerged to prevent in time the death of institutions and literally millions of people worldwide. There is a pervasive global malaise that is undermining our optimism, our energy, our imagination, and our sense of personal and community well-being. All talk of equity and justice fades as an insinuating survival mindset corrodes our values, our interpersonal relations, our community spirit, and our hope for the future. The United Nations responds from within the context of relief, an urgent call for funds beyond those generated by the richest, most developed nations to aid those peoples and places without the resources to respond, humanitarian reaction to relieve and redress the physical and psychological destruction of an anti-historical force of disease. This is a dark description for a dark time. When looking forward to mandatory change, there seems to be only two paths. First, an evolutionary way based on incremental change, consensus agreement, and inadequate financial resources typically implemented top-down by government and committed leaders. Or, second, a revolutionary way based on rejection of conventional solutions, 
radical change, assertion of a new strategy without compromise, and necessary human resources typically implemented bottom-up by a public committed aggressively, even violently, to necessary survival. Who is listening? Who is hearing and acting? What gives me strength to answer these questions is the evidence of gathering and acting by individuals in groups around me, standing up first against an evident failure, and then for a prospective success that rights wrongs and invents alternatives that are essential for change. I see it in the protests in the streets, inside corporations and some political organizations, and calls for new ideas, processes, and behaviors. This is not a disconnected, anarchic, chaotic shout, but rather a connected, synergized, harmonious anthem for a new course, an itinerary for change. Compare this anthem to oceanic sound. Sitting by the sea, you hear an aggregated chorus of wave sounds and wind, calls of birds, even the imperceptible sounding of whales that, when taken apart into their component pieces, present an exhilarating score a chorus of actions in a challenging place in time. In our stasis, we can hear it. In our disillusion, we can compose such a song. In our disconnection, we can unite as an orchestra playing a symphony of the sea. Are you listening? We will discuss these issues and more in future editions of World Ocean Radio. 